On 2SM and the Super Network, High Tide. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go fishing down the river again. Up before the sun with a can of worms running with my friend. Scurrying down the riverbank, taking our positions on the bridge. Hoping for that red fin One pound to put in mama's fridge Where the wobbler and the dragonfly Knew us like they knew the river bend But as sure as yabbies bite your toes This boyhood story had to end Six after four. Good morning, everybody. Welcome along to High Tide. Lovely to have the pleasure of your company this morning in Sydney, heading for a top of 19, Brisbane 22 and places in between, somewhere in between. The forecast for today, Sydney Harbour, Pitwater and Botany Bay, west to southwesterly winds to be below 10 knots and below 0.5 of a metre should be the seas and clear. Off the coast, however, it's starting to get a bit interesting, southwesterly 10 to 15 knots, seas 1 to 1. 1.5 metres, decreasing below 1 metre during the evening. The first swell, a southerly 1 to 1.5 metres inshore, increasing to 1 to 2 metres offshore. The second swell, a southerly 1.5 uh, metres inshore, increasing to 1.5 to 2 metres offshore. Weather conditions clear. Won't give you the currents this morning, Mr Blake. Good morning. How are you? Very well. I think if I gave you that information, I'd just be giving you a uh, bum steer, as the saying goes, because it's very mixed up, very confused. It doesn't know what it's doing. Let's hope we do. I think it turns to custard tomorrow afternoon too, because the seas get up to four custard. or five metres. <laughs> Love it. Well, you can't do much in custard, can you? No, no, it's a, it's a very apt description, I think. A very apt description. At the tides for today. For Sydney, there was a low at 247 this morning, 0.43 of a metre. There's a high at 842 this morning, 1.42. A low this afternoon, 2.18pm, 0.58. And a high this evening, 8.51, 1.9. Now, no Kieran Ricky this week. He's off playing baseball? Well, he's watching. He's okay. not playing. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to talk him up here. Uh, no. No. Yeah, no. <laughs> he, he's off watching the grandson play. Good luck to him. Get out and enjoy it. That's yeah, absolutely. He's playing in the Nationals at Mildura. Yeah. And looks like um, things are going pretty well, too. I, I know that his grandson did hit a home run yesterday oh, while good. I was chatting with him. Good. Which is always fun with Kieran. You're having one conversation and then you're off on another tangent, which is fun. It's like the wind. <laughs> <laughs> Morning, Kieran. I hope he's listening. On so many levels. <laughs> yeah, why not get out and enjoy it, hey? But no, look, it's, the weather's been beautiful. Hasn't it? It's been lovely. If winter was like this, happy days, you wouldn't have to go to Queensland. Mm. And looking at the long-range forecast, too, I don't know if you've looked ahead, uh, they've said this summer um, they're calling, well, there is no such thing as a super El Nino, but they are talking about it being one of the strongest ones that we've seen in a long, long time. I did hear them talk about that, that super El Nino. They said there will be, um, they predict... More storms, more flooding, and more droughts this year. Yeah, and having a- how, how do you get more floods, more storms, and more droughts in the one year? 
It all, it all goes around location, doesn't it? So central New South, we remember during those big heavy rains we had, what, a mm. year ago, uh, it would pour down on the East Coast. I mean, DY became a river. And then you go out to Penrith and there was nothing. That was like two weeks ago <laughs> Not quite, when they predicted out, you know. flash droughts. Flash droughts. What is a flash drought? <laughs> <laughs> like, it's somewhere in between a mini tornado and a freak wave. Yeah, yeah, flash drought. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, it's, just, it, it's all about news. Unfortunately, some of the media, um, and, yeah, we do it too sometimes, you sensationalise things yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Uh, look, you know, and I, I do have a, a lot of credence for long-range weather forecasters. They seem to get it right more often than not. Well, it's cyclic. Yeah. Contrary to popular belief by certain people who get grants to do all sorts of things with weather change, it is cyclic. From from memory, and I, it's been a long time since I've started this, but it's all to do with eight and 16-year cycles. Yes. And one area will work on a eight-year cycle, the other area will be 16, and almost like biorhythms, if you remember the old biorhythms, yeah. where you, if all of a sudden everything comes together and you have a three-way clash, then it's a bad day. Yeah. Um, and that's my understanding of it, but uh, yeah, my understanding is probably a little bit vague. But either way, we're going to have a hot summer, and bushfires are going to be a real concern. We're going to get through winter first. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, we've got to get through winter first. Yeah. It hasn't got cold yet. I mean, down to one oh, degree no. at night for Richmond. So Yeah, but still, it, you, you, the days are somewhat pleasant. You know, At oh, least yeah. you, you've got a little bit of reprieve. Yeah, when, as long as the wind's not blowing, yeah. if you want to go fishing in wintertime, between about nine and three, it's beautiful. Yeah. So you can get out and have a fish during the day, get out and use your boat. It's just the early morning starts and the late nights aren't good. And I can get out and use my boat now. Is your main fixed? Oh, your motor's fixed. The motor's fixed. Your new motor's My fixed. My new motor's <laughs> fixed. My new... The, the, I've got to tell you, in all honesty, the smile on my face when it started to purr was disproportionate to the actual project. I just felt like the world had come off my off my shoulders. Now, Maine uh, has been ordered. I've just got to go and pay for it now, which is the hard part. <laughs> <laughs> but North Sale have been fantastic to me, oh, so I've good. got no complaints. They've been looking after me well. What about we take a break, come back and talk fishing, because there's bucket loads of it going that on at the moment. Mate. Quick break here on High Tide at 12 minutes after four. Talking sport. I listen to Talking Sport because you guys discuss team dynamics better than anyone, and the seasons are just starting to get cracking, so we're seeing some form, and we're looking towards grand final day. But I also listen to Talking Sport because of Johnny, mate. You just love the passion. That's why I listen to Talking Sport. Good on you, <laughs> Weekdays from three. Worried about you, Peppy? I am increasingly worried. <laughs> you know, you're a relatively young man, but you just get so cranky at times. Mm-hmm. Graham, does he walk outside and shout at passing clouds? Do you know how they say, you know, go hard or go home and all that? Oh, yeah. They seriously underestimate my desire to go home. <laughs> <laughs> this is 2SM. Ah, good afternoon, boys. You're, you're like a psychiatrist, the three of you. I've never been to a psychiatrist, by the way, but I'm just letting you know that's how soothing. The invoice is on its way. Yes. Mate, I'm, I'm laying in hospital with my wife. Actually, we're both in here. I come in on Friday and it collapsed. And, so, and the doctor said to me, so I said, it's a stress for people on the radio. Yeah, put on me. <laughs> Talking sport weekdays from three. 
Weddings and other group functions are par for the course at Twin Creeks Golf and Country Club. In their beautifully appointed clubhouse overlooking the picturesque 18th Green, Twin Creeks can create an event for you, your family and friends will really enjoy. Do yourself a favour and find out about having your wedding or other group function at Twin Creeks Golf and Country Club. Go to twincreeksgolf.com.au or phone Twin Creeks Friendly Function staff on 9670 Double eight. Polaris end of financial year deals are on now with great savings across the range. Get $1,000 free accessories on the two-seat Ranger 570, the three-seat Ranger Northstar and the six-seat Ranger Northstar Crew. Get 2,000 free accessories on the upgraded 23 Ranger Diesel and a whopping $3,000 free accessories on the Ranger XP1000. On top of that, finance is also available to approved purchases at a 6.99% rate. Don't miss out. See your local Polaris dealer. Polaris, think outside. After the big game, every sports fan deserves to kick back and relax. And what better way to do that than with a mattress from OMF? Get ready to unwind in style with the ultimate in comfort and relaxation. So, what are you waiting for? Head on over to OMF and check out their game-changing range of mattresses. Shop online or at over 50 locations nationwide, 100% Australian designed and owned. Where comfort meets sport. For over 40 years, Kubota have worked the Australian landscape and faced its challenges. From first light to sunset, our agriculture and construction range works with power and versatility that you can rely on. From our mid-size to professional tractors, dependable mowers, zero tail swing or conventional excavators and more. Kubota is building and shaping the future. Visit kubota.com.au or head to your nearest dealer to learn more. News, sport, talk. 2SM 1269. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. 15 minutes after four here on High Tide in our broadcasting area. At the moment, Ruchidor 10 degrees heading for top of 22. Lismore 7 to 21. Newcastle 9 to 18. And the Gold Coast 11 degrees up to 22. 22. Bit cool, a bit cool beautiful. for them. Yeah, they have. Uh, they do have a week of winter once a year. Yeah, once a year, <laughs> one day a year. <laughs> it's crazy, mudgy at the moment. It's one degree. Yeah, well, it's, you're out in the bush. It yeah. gets a bit cool out there. Oh, you're not wrong. A report from the complete angler at Villawood, Mr. Latimer, and he said the George's River. Most of these fish have been smaller in size, but there's been a few good ten kilo fish being caught. I gather he's talking about the geofish there. Yeah. At, um, the way you've written it makes it all over. I've the place. written it. Yeah, you just put it on two pages. It's Trust not me, I didn't it's not write numbered. it. It's not numbered. <laughs> <laughs> I did. You know, it's funny when I printed it out this morning. I thought, oh, wasn't I supposed to number these? Yeah. <laughs> didn't, I, didn't I promise Blakey I'd number I'll these? Go back for, I'll, I'll change reports and <laughs> you could sort it out. I'll go back to Jason Isaac, Ned Kelly's bait and tackle, forty-two Gordon Street, of Port Macquarie. And because uh, he fits it on one page, so it's not a problem. It's a bit writing's a bit small for you. <laughs> That's why you ride a bike. <laughs> I ride a bike because the writing's a bit I was small. I'm being facetious. <laughs> you think they, I've fallen off and hit my head too many times? Because they don't need to read signs if you're on a bike normally, especially push bikes. Sorry to the push bike riders, but Kieran made me do it. <laughs> On the beaches up at Port Macquarie, good tailor on most of the beaches, along with plenty of school mulloway. Some nice brim also starting to show up. On the rocks, 
good tailor at the lighthouse and plumber, a few brim and Luderick at plumber also. In the estuary, uh, the brim have been terrific off the break walls with the best results after dark. Flathead are still consistent and the odd good mulloway active in the lower reaches. Offshore, the fad's still holding good numbers of mahi-mahi and they'll be pulled out soon, the fads. Yeah. Uh, some Why? Tri- because they only live in there for summertime. They pull them out for winter to, to change them and maintain them and oh, okay. clean them all because they're not any fouled. You know, you've got to, they're only on ropes. They're only temporary. They're not permanent moorings as mm. such. So they pull them out. Uh, there's some terrific blue iron blast gro- bass groper for the uh, de- deep drop guys with a few snapper and pearl perch closer off plumber. That's Jason Isaac and Ned Kelly's bait and tackle. And actually on your charts when you're going up down the coast, they show the fads. Yeah. So if you've got the correct charts, updated charts. And it's always good if you're using electronic charts, please have a subscription and update because things do change. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, it's, it's a necessity. It's the same with a map. If you've got maps for that sort of thing, you've got to update them. They put out updates for them. Hmm. And they're quite, quite inexpensive nowadays compared to what things used to be. I mean, if you had to go out and buy paper charts and you were travelling up and down the coast, well, that would be an expensive outing. I bought paper charts... Two years ago, for for the trips up north, and I've updated them since. There was a thousand dollars for paper charts. Do you do you take like if you were planning, say you hadn't been up to say Lord Howe Island or something like that, mm. or up with Sundays? Let's stay co- stay coastal all the way up. Would you take paper charts as well as your electronics? Well, legally, you must have paper charts to cover your trip. I had a look because, as you know, <laughs> heading up from Pit, from Sydney Harbour to Pittwater, and it said or. Oh yeah, well we, we paper or what happens electronic. when electronics fail? Well, true, true, but and we were I would have both if I you know like I don't have a problem. I go out of the heads, turn left, take the first left. It's not that difficult. But if I was travelling north, I would. I would have paper charts, and I would plot the uh, paper charts at the end of each four-hour cycle so that if something went wrong, I knew what my last location was so that if I needed to, I mean, you can see the coast, but if, just in case you needed to use dead reckoning, you had a rough idea of where to go. Yeah. Now, now we, we carry charts because you get 300 miles off the coast. Yeah. You can't really see much. Yeah. So, <laughs> the paper charts, see, I've got a GPS plotter on board. I've got two, actually three of those. There's one downstairs, one upstairs, and one on the tender. And they're all independent? It, two, two are linked, but can be used independently on the boat. Sweet. But then the tender's got its own power supply and a separate one as well. Then we've normally got two iPads on board, two iPhones on board, and a Starlink. Yeah. So I shouldn't... I've got a bit of redundancy there. Yeah. And and that's the important thing, having that redundancy so yeah. that if something does go yeah. wrong, you, you're caught. I uh, noticed that uh, during the week up at Yamba, uh, Marine Rescue were involved in a catamaran that tried to come through uh, the... Well, uh, allegedly, let me say, tried to come through the bar and got it all wrong and ended up upside down. Mm, not good. Yeah. Um, as I say... Only looking at social media, which is not generally the best way to get an accurate story if of what's bar, going on. If the bar's that big, you don't go in, you don't yeah. cross. Yeah, that's what it appeared to be according to social yeah. media. But, hey, they can be wrong too. You never get in trouble if you're too much. I don't like them not going in or I'm not going out. Mm. That's the safe way to be. Yeah. If in doubt, don't do it. Yeah, and, and you know, like it's one of the things with sail that they, they drum into you, if you're, say you're going in and you get up there and the tide's against you, hang around outside. Right. It doesn't cost you anything. Just no. hang around. It's no. only time. Well, last year we were heading north after the floods and we got to Ballina Bar and we'd been travelling direct from Port Stephens. So it was a fair a run. A fair run, yeah. And, you know, we were looking forward to getting in. And I got out the front 
and it's two to three metres and it's just starting to crest. And I sat there for 10 minutes. I said, tell you what, I'll turn my nose around and stick my nose into the swell. We'll all have a shower and get have something to eat, yeah. and then we'll go another 12 hours yeah. of Gold Coast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And smart play. And yeah. and it's worth doing stuff like that. That's yeah. why you take extra fuel, right? Yeah, that's right. We, we were talking about that yesterday privately. Um, it just take way more fuel than you need. Just a, third, take, a third there, a third back, and a third in reserve. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know my mathematical calculations. I'm taking enough to get from Sydney Harbour to Pittwater and back. Okay. Why That's not? Right, yeah. Why not? I mean, it's not. It's not going to go to waste. It's going to be used at some stage. So, you know, well, worst case scenario, I'll put it in the car. It's the same fuel, you know, <laughs> or the bike, or, or the bike, the bike, the bike. What about we take a break and we'll catch up with Ross O'Brien and see what's happening down the south coast. See if it's cold or not. <laughs> I think the answer to that's going to be yes. <laughs> with the wind blowing too, I reckon it'll be a bit gusty. Twenty-two after four. Talk tonight with Gary Stewart. Some in Britain are very disappointed at the costs associated with the coronation. Like here in Australia, with the cost of living crises, there are people in the streets there begging for food, yet the royalty are willing to pay somewhere around $180 million for the extravaganza. Talk tonight has Sydney talking. Whatever Australia decides upon what we want to decide upon, we don't depend on other countries to tell us what to do. No, even though we have the British monarchy as head of state, we don't have to be pushed around or dictated to by another country. With Gary Stewart, the Home Affairs Minister Claire O'Neill in overhauling Australia's migration system, all temporary skilled workers and families will have the pathway to permanent residency. She said we want to increase competition for permanent resident places and ensure we don't have more workers in limbo bouncing from visa to visa. Gary Stewart, weeknights from 8pm. G'day, Brandy here. Business owners serious about finding good apprentices don't waste time posting job ads that don't work. MEGT's got real people who can help write a winning job ad and post it online for free. With offices in every state, MEGT finds great candidates no matter where you are. They also have an excellent team of mentors to help your workforce keep their eye on the ball. So visit MEGT.com.au today. They'll help you find the right key position players for your team. That's MEGT.com.au. Finance Easy understands that recent times may have been uncertain for business owners and they'll make it simple to get you finance at competitive rates. Finance Easy takes the hassle out of borrowing money, offering a large range of lenders with rates more competitive than the bank. No more meetings with bank managers, no reams of paperwork, just a few clicks on the website. Visit financeeasy.com.au or call 1300 003 003. Australian credit license number 392182. Hey, it's Candy here. As a presenter in the world of sport, I see many powerful performances. Now, thanks to Azito, we're helping power your next DIY project. Did you know Azito's 18 volt range is powered by Einhell? German designed quality, driving innovation and performance. So you can power over 85 cordless tool and garden products with the same battery. Azito. Powering DIYers all day, every day. Exclusively available at Bunnings Warehouse. G'day, Merv Hughes here. New Farm's been there for Aussie growers for 100 years. Through prosperity and heartache, drought and flame. Through the unprecedented and through innovation. New Farm's high quality crop protection products are formulated right here in Australia. Because Aussie growers are tougher together through choosing Australian. New Farm understands local conditions and the importance for Aussie growers to have the right products at the right time. New Farm, Australian through and through. 
To learn more, visit newfarm.com.au. 2SM has Sydney talking. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go. It is 25 after 4 here on High Tide. A little bit of breeze off the coast at the moment, already sitting on 14 knots coming in from the southwest and running pretty much all the way up to Coffs Harbour before it makes its way offshore. Find out how things are happening down there at Kayama. Captain Roscoe, good morning. Yeah, good morning, guys. It's a lovely morning, isn't it? It is beautiful. It's magic down here, mate. It's a fall of nine degrees. <laughs> um, oh, sorry. I feel that's ten. Yeah. <laughs> you, you're ripping so them off that extra, extra one degree. degree. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it makes a mile of difference, mate. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm really looking forward to soccer again this morning. <laughs> I <laughs> bet. Yeah, I love standing out in that paddock. Good for you. Know, you. It was all right when I. It was all right when I was a bit rotund. I didn't feel it so much. But now that I've lost, <laughs> now that I've lost all this weight, I'm sort of. I'm flat out holding my jeans up anyway. I need a bloody belt. But um, you get what, what's the things put over your shoulders? Suspenders, suspenders. Like, uh, suspenders yeah, yeah. 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 Actually, yeah. you're not the first bloke to. Actually, say that you look like Jed Clampett. Yeah, well, I can tell. I wish I had his money. <laughs> oh dear, oh dear. Or one of the McCoys. But you would be talking about um, charts and GPSs. Yep. When the when I used to do the guys through tape, they used to come on board for the practical. Yes, and. Um, Nearly every one of them, most of them were younger guys, nearly every one of them said, why you got a compass and GPS and, and you're still playing with the chart? I said, because you've got to learn a chart. That's right. Said, why have we got to learn a chart? I said, well, I'll give you a hint. Charts don't run on batteries or electricity. Yeah, that's, yeah. Right. that's right. End of story. Go mm-hmm. away, live in your life. That was, that was my standard reply. It's amazing the people that think, Oh, I don't need it now. I've got the GPS. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. right. Yeah, you you come across it all the time, Alan. With your game, with you? yes, we do. Yes, we do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's common. It's common sense, really. Yeah, you know. But I found I the common across the Nullarbor unless I had a few gallons of extra fuel. Yeah. I, I found Ross that uh, common sense is not very common. Yeah, it's not lately, is it? No. No. Yeah, I think they forgot it when uh, we had a change of uh, centuries. I mean, if I you're... It went on the back burner. If you're fishing out of places like Port... Ha- it doesn't really matter where you're fishing out of it, but Port Hacking, Botany Bay, Sydney Harbour, Pitwater, wherever, if you've got a, a chart, you know, the, the proper charts for, the, for that area, well, you only need to buy one. It's not as if you have to spend thousands of dollars on no. on, on charts, you know. But you do have to update when those updates come out. For yeah, you. yeah. It's um, you know, it's part of being in the marine industry, isn't it? That's right. Really? Well, it's part of your safety equipment, and it's there yeah. as a backup. That's right. That's right. Always, yeah. always have two, two, two of everything on the boat. Yep. Risk mm-hmm. mitigation. Yeah. What's happening yeah. fishing wise? Not bad, mate. I sent a um, clip up to 
Blakey and um, Kieran are the nice dewy that have both got right at the entrance to the, the lake. Yes. Right at the entrance. So it's nice to see them coming around, mate. And it was a good size one too. Good, good photo. Yep. If you get, if you, if it's made it. The only problem like. is this post is hidden because Real Fishing Illawarra is a private group. Oh. When did that all happen? I don't know. Oh, you're I you're know a member. Yeah, what I'll have to do is... Take a screenshot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Siri mate, Siri mate. I said one to Kieran too, so he'll scratch his head. Yeah, no, no. If you get open. Anyway, I'm just saying, though, it's good to see fish of that size, you know, getting around in the entrance. Um, Now, we've got 10 knots of west northwest. And gusts up to 12, so that won't be too bad. Uh, the highest gust was 16. That was about 246 this morning. So I think it's going to be a fair sort of day out there, mate. Um, West Northwest is a good one to fish in. Uh, you get, you, you get uh, a good drift. Um, you get a good drift along 30 fathoms, right out to about 50 fathoms if you want to venture out that way. And are the fads still out? Yeah, they're still out at the moment. They are. Yeah, okay, because i seen a guy with some nice-sized dollies, and I thought, I thought the fads were gone, you know. I thought he might have been trolling for them. Yeah, but um, no, there's some nice fads. Nice. If, If the fads were on, there'd be some nice fish under them now. Nice. Yeah. Uh, decent sizes too. See, since they put the, shad, the size limit on them, mate, we've been struggling to get them down here. You guys in Sydney get them all, or we get the ones that are uh, uh, one mil too small, or or a bit more, you know. Yep. But, but uh, yeah, so between that and the lake, it's uh, been sort of happening down here this week. That's and, good. Yeah, and um, down around the bottom there, and you. Um, certain nine mile beach there, yeah, just down from the fishermen's club uh, on that big rock outcrop. It's it's been fishing there well too. All sorts of drama, everything. Uh, they're getting out of there at the moment. The snapper are coming closer too uh, down there, and they're they're picking them up too as well. That's um, and then that continues on right up until Blowhole Point at Koyama. They've been getting them all the way along there. Um, so, you know, if you're going on the rocks, make sure you know what you're doing or you've got someone with you that knows what they're doing. Um, right, in the harbour, the boys have been picking up a few flathead near the gantry and the odd legal brim under the drains. I don't know why they're under the drains. We haven't had much water, but... Um, I think it's just the natural runoff of the land just drops an odd worm or something into them there, mate. Um, so if you've got the kids, go down towards the slipway and chuck in on either side there of the slipway, and you should pick up a, a, a decent brim. I won't say any other fish, because they're rarities. They just come and go on the planet, of course. But um, you you're surprised what you see when you're fishing down there. Yeah. You, know, you see 
10 years, you see all sorts. But uh, the two I mentioned are the most prolific. Okay. Um, Bombay Beach has been the same right through, real good. Um, it was a bit dodgy earlier in the week, but it's settled down nice now. And the um, Minamara's doing its best, mate, as always is. Um, just up near the uh, up near the, the railway line and up towards the golf course on the little pontoons they got there. Well, I wouldn't say it's a pontoon, but they've got like a, a standing area uh, coming out from the land, and they're quite good, like a little wharf. Um, if you get a little bit of a throw on, you'll get some good um, Ludwig. Okay. Um, they've, been getting, they've been getting them on um, nippers as well. So, yeah, that's good. Okay. I haven't heard anything from the other side of uh, back... Um, that's point, but with all the other stuff that's going on, I think that w- would be about the same, um, right down into the um, marina there, mate. Okay. All along that place, along there, particularly under the old gantry. Okay. We'll leave it there this, this morning. We've got to get on to Greg Reid at 4.45, so uh, okay, we'll talk, well, talk look, to you in the morning. Have a great day. Oh, think of me freezing to death at the football. <laughs> <laughs> Stand and behind a telegraph it, pole. It should be fine. There's it, no rain forecast, is there? You'll, right. be, you'll be in the no. car. Might get another oh, tank it, of fuel. It, it's got a soft top on it. So yeah. be I'm just thinking about his extra tank of fuel. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm not taking the, I'm not taking the big car, mate. <laughs> <laughs> not, the heater on her ain't real good, mate. <laughs> <laughs> See you, buddy. Have a See good day. Roscoe. It is 25 minutes away from five. 2SM has Sydney talking. Wake up with Richard King from 5am. Somebody who certainly isn't remaining in neutral on the subject of the voices, our Prime Minister Anthony Albanese, and he joins me now. Good morning, Prime Minister. Good morning, Richard. Good to be with you. John Lord. What the hell was she doing at 3 o'clock in the morning at a strip club? Pete Davis. It's a uh, wide and varied show, this one, where you can talk about anything, honestly. Afternoons with Brent Bultitude. They're not being negative. They're putting forward a different opinion to you. Talking sports. Weekdays from three. There we go. Remarkably, after seven rounds, just three wins separate the NRL leader from, wait for it, 15th place. Talk tonight with Gary Stewart. She does need to remember who she is and where she stands in society. And to use that sort of language is pretty rough. This is 2SM. 2SM has Sydney talking. You wouldn't operate a chainsaw blindfolded. You wouldn't ride your dirt bike blindfolded. And you wouldn't walk on your roof blindfolded. Yet too many people dig without searching before you dig online first. Because if you don't search first, you're digging blind. Avoid high-pressure gas mains and high-voltage electricity cables every time. Search before you dig online every time. And never dig blind. The seven-seat Kia Sorento, Kia's most awarded large SUV ever. Unlike any other SUV in Australia, the unrivaled Kia Sorento is available in diesel, petrol, hybrid and plug-in hybrid technologies. The Kia Sorento, awarded and unmatched like no other seven-seat SUV. To find out more, visit kia.com.au or visit your nearest Kia dealer. Kia, movement that inspires. 
There's a conversation going on. It's a conversation that will never end. Radio 2SM is at the center of it all, connecting you to what really matters, to the issues you care about, to the debate you want to be part of. This is Radio 2SM. Sustained performance in league is more than just one great game. It's about playing consistently game after game, season after season. Host Plus has delivered strong performance over the long term with top returns over 20 years. A top performing super fund over the long term, that's a plus. Issued by Host Plus PTY Limited. Super ratings SR50 balance index January 2023. General advice only. Consider the relevant Host Plus PDSMT and D at hostplus.com.au. Past performance is not a reliable indicator of future performance. Search compare Host Plus today. Listen to 2SM online, 2SMSuperNetwork.com. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only 22 I... minutes away from five here on High Tide. If you're thinking of heading out, today's the day to do so because tomorrow's definitely not. <laughs> Tomorrow's not good. Strong wind morning for tomorrow. 20 to 30 knots. Gusting 50. Yeah, good. Yeah, we'll pass that. Mind you, it blows up tonight, so mm. get out this morning have a fish. Let's see if he's in his lounge room or he's out fishing. Bobby Dean, good morning. Too cold outside. <laughs> <laughs> You're getting soft, like soft in your old age. Mate, yeah, not wrong. Not wrong. Mate, yeah, you're talking about those uh, fads, mate. Yes. Um, from Eden to Port Stephens, coming out this week. Yep. And next week from... North of Port Stephens to the toilet, mate. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. The usual maintenance. Yeah. Well, they need the maintenance. They're not permanent structures. No, no. But uh, they do. Oh, they have paid their way more than once, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, they found one from up north down around Eden somewhere, Bateman's Bay. They do get away yeah, every yeah. now and again. There was another one years ago that was found off Tassie. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good old East Coast current. Yes. But, um,. Yeah, it's one of those things. But, yeah, there is plenty of fish around. That's good. Um, yeah, listen to Roscoe on that. Well, mate, Nick and uh, a lot of a lot of ribbon like Illawarra. Right. Uh, they must be getting fish. ready to run, aren't they, or not? Well, yeah, yeah. normally they would have been on the beaches for now, but Nick's been fishing the beach, getting the odd one. Okay. You know, but he's most of the time he's chasing Jews anyway, and there's been a few on the beaches down that way. But there's a few, uh, Roderick and uh, Mulletney in the lake. And um, that's, you know, there's your Dewey baits. Yeah. But um, you know, from there north, you know, up right through Wollongong and out on the beaches, Taylor Salmon, Mulloway. Um, it's been really, really good. Port Hacking. Rim wide and flooded, just on the edge of the channels. The mining are tending to start to move off the flats now into the deep water. Yeah. Uh, a few Mulloway, the usual uh, run of kings. Um, a lot of big squid this year. Yeah, I was going to say that, Bobby. Everybody has got photos of these massive squid on Can Facebook. Can I see your photos? I haven't been out. Oh, okay. 
What are you going to show me tomorrow? You're going to go, go out today and have I'm a fish? Get, I'm going to go out and play today. I'm going to go out and play today. Mate, you'd be surprised. I ain't just dropped squid jig over the side, put the rod in the rod hole. Just the boat rocking is enough. Hang uh, on, Bobby, I've I got a plan. I've got a plan. <laughs> have you got a squid jig? I don't have a squid yeah. jig yet. Yet, well, but I can pop into Narrabeen on the way home and grab one. But, but, Bobby, I have a plan. When I leave here, pop into the fish markets and grab something just so I've got a photo op <laughs> just to get Blakey back. Yeah, but they don't have the natural colours in That's them, right. I'll, I'll just say it was a while. I, I, I had to, I couldn't put it on ice. I couldn't get the, the yeah. esky in and my dinghy. You don't need ice at the moment. Is that bloody cold? Rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> Tell the Mahi Mahi that. Yeah, right. Well, the water's a bit warmer offshore. Yeah. Oh, he's he's going out in his rubber duck. He's yeah. not going out no decent yeah, butt. Yeah, I won't be going out the heads in that thing, I can assure you. And he's got a pass on on the back of it, so he doesn't know how far he's going to get. <laughs> it starts at least. This time. Now. It didn't last yeah, week, did yeah. it? No. <laughs> no. But that may have been operator error. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah. There's a lot of fish up and down the coast. Um, see a lot of posts around the snowies and that, up to Ebor. All of the streams and that are still fishing extremely well. Um, but again, you only got that till the June long weekend. Yep. And I, uh, I checked the temperature at Crookwall this morning. It's a, a lovely minus three. Yeah, good. Everyone was 2.9. So, uh, and here was four degrees. Uh, it's nice and cool, and it's only going to get colder. But like I say, yeah, keeps your fist. I know we used to fish the snowies, mate, and the night time you'd open your esky rather than close it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't worry, I've been down there. you got your beer sitting on the car, on it to cool off. When they start freezing, you put them back in the esky to stop them. <laughs> then you know it's cold, mate. That's happened more than once. It is funny when you go skiing and you, you grab a can of soft drink or something and you open it up and it's actually hot and it comes straight out of the fridge and you, what, what, what? Yeah, it sort of um, throws uh, all your senses back out. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, have a couple of quiet ones and you don't really care. But, uh, no, nah, look, there seems to be a lot of fish around. Uh, I haven't been able to get reports out of Brisbane water yet. Maybe this afternoon. Yep. But, um, yeah, I'm just hanging to get back out there, get this cruiser back on the road. So uh, that'll be good. Okay. I'm, I'm going to drive north for the winter. <laughs> good idea. I'll do a Blakey trip. I'll be on shore. I'm just looking at the moment at Flinders Reef. Uh, it's currently 24.5 degrees. That's where I'd like to be. <laughs> yeah. Beautiful. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, what was the hot water that you got up there? 30 odd degrees, didn't you? No, no, it's it's 20s. In the middle of June, it was 25 to 26 degrees. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah, we, one year at Port Stevens, we got a 29.5. So it was absolutely as dead as a dodo. Yeah, yeah, no, quite up there, it'll be 28s, 29s. That's where we're going to go. All right, man. I'll chat to you gentlemen tomorrow. Thanks, Bobby. Have a great day. Cheers. So, bye. Bobby Dean, we'll stay with the phones. Let's go to Greg Reed. Well, I'm really looking forward to catching up with Mr. Reed today. Why is that? Because he's, he's come over to the dark side. <laughs> what are you sailing? <laughs> An absolute weapon of a thing. 
He's got a trimaran. Oh, yeah. Can't be that silly oh, yeah. and have three. <laughs> Good morning. Yeah. How are you, sir? Yeah, oh, better than redundancy, try redundancy, yeah. You... Actually, that's a good name. I should call it that, shouldn't well, I? <laughs> why, for, why for you get bait with training wheels? Uh, very stable. Yeah, very okay. Very stable and uh, very good for teaching kids how to sail. Bre- can't, you can't get into any trouble. Um, go really fast on water, on the sail, and get into really shallow water. And when he says really fast, like what is it, 16 knots or something it does? Oh, it's um, apparently done 15 knots. 15 knots. I mean, that it's is good, uh, flying. That's honking. Yeah, that's honking under sail. Absolutely. Yeah. How, yeah, how, what, can, what conditions it in? How much work do you need to do on it? Um, I mean, you know, it's like everything with a boat. You know, you don't think <laughs> you have to do much. And, <laughs> and, and then when you start adding bits of silly string on it and a mast and um, look, oh, yeah, for me, it's like it's, Actually, all about my kids, teaching my kids how to sail. Yeah. I actually have, I actually have around twenty thousand hours before the mast under my belt, which I something I sort of did in my twenties. I um, did a lot of time on square rig sailing ships. Yep. So what what sort of what sort of trimaran is it? How big is it? Well, it's a surf boat. It's an old Palm Beach clubby boat. Okay. A, um, that uh, has a few uh, a couple of outriggers on the outside. Oh, okay. Um, with daggerboards. So, yeah, and that that sort of stems back from one trip I did actually on the Endeavour um, back in the day. And I ended up um, going sailing around, around Hinchinbrook on um, on one of these craft, which was a surf boat converted into a trimaran. I've always wanted one ever since. And one came up and I thought, I can't not do this. It, well, is, got, it, is, it is very aptly named, isn't it? <laughs> WTF. <laughs> I was going to say, I was just about to say, Greg, I've got my finger on the dump button. What's the boat called again? Will it float? Will it float? <laughs> Actually, looking well, at I that. Don't know. We'll put a, we might put an A and an I in, in between it and go, what if? You know, what, what if I didn't do this? Yeah, back back many years ago when I was a young fella at uh, Second Abbotsford Sea Scouts, we had an old surf boat and it was converted into a sailing boat, but we didn't have training wheels on the outside. We had to sail it. Yeah, there you go. That'd be sketchy. Yeah, that oh, was good. I forget the name of the um, the actual cat that was cut down. So basically, you, you think of like two outriggers off, off like a smaller catamaran, which yeah. in this case, the outriggers are five and a half metres long. The centre hull is 26 foot long. Um, and it's just sort of bolted together um, with, with, with a whole lot of brackets. And that caused a few challenges during the week. And I can tell you what, working on a boat ramp back on the tools. <laughs> um, in 20, 25, you know, 20 to 30 knots of cold, southerly breeze with six layers of clothing on for 12 hours during the week just to get it, down, you know, down here and then back onto the mooring was um, it was a good challenge. I actually really enjoyed it. That's the um, great great thing about you know, right? there's nothing like working with other boaties. Boaties, and this is part of wanting to introduce my kids to sailing too in the boating community because nothing's ever really a problem. You know, when the going gets tough. People on the water are very resilient, yes. and I really like that in a human being. It's just like, no, we just gotta, we just gotta get it done. Like, there's no, there's no whinging and bitching and moaning and complaining. It's like, let's just get on and do it, and, and life's what you make of it. You That's know? Right. So, um, I like that about, I like that about the boating community. It's full of resilient, um, generally positive people. What's happening fishing-wise down your way? Um, still hasn't really settled down. We've, we've had so much swell down here the last couple of weeks. So, yeah, the Reds have, um, as sort of um, I was alluding to the other week after that first big blow, um, Reds have come on pretty close. 
um, on that sort of 30 metre mark, which out the front of the cliffs is where the um, the sand line meets the cliffs. Um, but we've had we've had pretty much um, you know, constant southerlies all week. So the swell is still up. That's going to be replaced by westerlies at the moment. And the next front coming through Bass Strait. Um, I think these next fronts are going to start to push start to push the countercurrent up uh, up the coast, sort of south of Wreck Bay. Um, they've got obviously colder water down at Marimbula at the moment, but I reckon we're going to see maybe an early run of bluefin this year. They've already um, showed up off Tassie, um, so they're not far away now. Uh, but the water here is still pretty warm. There's still lots of toothy critters around, like um, your bonito. Um, good smattering of kingfish now. The water temp has dropped a little bit, um, down to uh, around about 20 degrees at the moment. It's certainly dropped in the estuary. Um, basin now is around about 14 degrees with these um, with these cold winds. Um, so that sort of slowed things down in there. Although uh, coming back the other night, there's still a lot of prawns around, which was very interesting. Um, so that sort of explains why, you know, prawn lures are, are still pretty good because they're still eating them. Um, but the uh, beaches are all, have all changed. whole regime there has changed. Um, all the banks have shifted around. Um, we probably need the swell to drop a little bit to get in stuck into the salmon and the tailor. But um, the fish are still there. You're just going to have to work a little bit harder off the beaches and don't go rock fishing at the moment. No. Um, there's, there's been a few, you know, the next generation of kids discovered some of the rock ledges down here and they've, they've put up a few videos recently. And I look good on, good on you for having a go and getting out there, but by all means, don't think that you're always going to rock up to Jervis Bay and be safely able to fish the rocks. That's the message. Have a go, but um, just have a look at the swell because uh, we don't want any more statistics down here at all. But there are fish about and um, they are on offer at the moment. And I think... Really, you can't beat a good feed of calamari, and um, it's pretty easy to access those off the shore. Just find a clear patch of water where um, where you're over the top of the weed, and you should be in the run in there pretty good, pretty easy. That sounds good. Now, what will we use pro lures when we're doing that? Ah, uh, yeah, you can uh, absolutely. Uh, oh, we don't have a squid jig, but um, <laughs> no plan. That was my next question. <laughs> yeah. No, the gaff. The gar's a good little weapon. You can have a look at my Instagram page, the Bay and Basin Sport Fishing one. Um, look, I just that was part of the reason for developing the the Ultra Gar 150. It's like we needed something that we could cast, something that we could cast at pelagics, and then we thought, hang on a minute, everything eats these barra eats these, and giant flathead eat garfish, and um, that's it. That's definitely in the kit. A prey minnow, um, which is the the jerk bait on a, on about a one ounce head off the rocks as well, cast just as well as a metal, and obviously the prawn for the estuaries and the prawn for everywhere because everything eats prawn. So you just throw a prawn in the water, and um, it's still astounding how many people are still discovering it and having a hell of a lot of fun with it because it's really easy to use. Is that the one uh, you'd yeah. recommend for me up at um, Pitwater? Yeah, yeah, you go and throw a, a clone prawn around up there in Pitwater. Three sizes in the in the pro lure clone prawn. There's a sixty two mil. There's a 92 mil and there's a 120 mil, and don't don't get me wrong, Brim sometimes eat a 120 mil prawn when you think you're fishing for a big Because <laughs> <laughs> I've got to I've got to be able to get a photo. I've got to be able to get a photo that Blakey can just go, okay, I'll shut up now. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. No, um, I've got another couple of days just to get the mask back up at the moment and just fine tune a few things. But she's on the water, she's floating, so uh, there's, Good. There's, will that float? Yes, it will. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh, the WTF up the front is just—it's just 
it's been a laugh a minute just with that alone, and, and that's that's where the value comes from, the whole experience, really. Well, anyone who sees a trimaran, that's the first words that come out of their mouth, generally, Normally, so it's, yes. it's perfectly named, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah no, it'll, it'll fly it, and it'll, it'll go fast under sail, and it'll get into skinny water, and it, it'll get me into places up in around Rec Bay and around the bay where I can camp overnight with with two anchors out and kedge up in less than a metre of water. And the size of that, Reedy, you could take it right up onto the shore. Yeah, absolutely, and that's the plan in the basin. You can literally just step off the transom onto the shore. Yeah. We've got, yep. a, couple of, we've got a couple of islands around the place, mate. So whole, whole world of fun. How tall is the stick on it? Uh, it's actually the stick on it's off a 16-foot skiff. Okay. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. Full carbon fibre yeah. with retractable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, 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 up, right up the top, it is full carbon fibre. It's got a skinny cut. Oh, how cool no, is I that? Am, I am going to be the first to sail fish the basin, I think. No one gets out there on a sailboat and goes fishing over the flats. Oh, good. So, uh, yeah, and trolling for, ta- trolling for those big tailor in there as well. So, kids... Um, Kids are pretty much keen on um, um, becoming Wilson on one of the islands on the basin and going trolling for the for the big tailor. Like, can we go trolling for the big tailor, Dan? Of course we can. <laughs> Looking forward to it. Ah, uh, dear, it'll be Gilligan's Island. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And there probably will be rum involved. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Greg, thank you for that. No drama. Have a great day. See yeah, you, Greg. Great day. Okay, it is fine. really a cool, cool machine. It, it really is, and I reckon he's going to have a lot of fun with it. And a really good way of teaching people, you know, your kids how to sail and, and getting a bit of boat etiquette. As he said, he's got twenty thousand hours of square rigger, so he yeah. knows what he's doing. There's no problem. I, I love chatting with the guy. Yeah. It was one of the first people that I contacted. Yeah. Um, uh, when coming on board with High Tide, and we chatted for hours. It was just ridiculous. I, yeah. I don't think he answer, picks up the phone to me anymore because he thinks this is going to be an hour-long conversation. I don't now, have the time. Our sporting events cancelled this weekend. There's no uh, Grand Prix at Imola. No. no. Have you seen I some got, of the video coming out of there? I got a photo of the track. Yeah, but there's, <laughs> been, there's been massive overnight. Oh, there's there, been there's massive horrendous. landslides, yeah, buildings knocked down, cars washed away, people dead. Yeah. Horrendous. I noticed that um, Lewis Hamilton and um, George, and George Russell put up a, um, a video uh, on TikTok earlier uh, yesterday, uh, wishing everybody well there and, you know, uh, total support. What I found a little bit insulting was that there's talk that they may not have it next year because, of, you know, on the calendar because of this. And I think, well, hang on, mate. We've been racing there for donkey's years, yeah. and this is the first time there's been a drama. Depends if they've got insurance. You know, really? You're, you're yes. that finicky? I yeah. suppose that's uh, Formula One, isn't it? Yeah. I just got a message from Ronnie Abdullah because the uh, Lake Lyle competition is on uh, CB's Fishing Club. Oh, yes. Up there at the moment. He said uh, it was minus six here in Lithgow yesterday, but only minus four. Sorry? In La- minus no, six. No, I heard you. I'm just sorry. <laughs> uh, but only minus four on Lake Lyle in the tents. Fishing is a bit hit and miss. <laughs> Managed two rainbow trout to four four hundred and ten millimeters. Uh, the comp finishes at midday tomorrow. Uh, maritime here yesterday on the water. <laughs> Be all right if you had a tinny though, because you could. I, I, you wouldn't want a wooden boat, but if you had a tinny, you just put the build a fire straight. I would anyway. Build a fire straight in the centre of it to keep you warm. <laughs> minus six. Are you kidding? Don't you don't go fishing in minus six, do you? Yes, they do. You walk out across the ice and dig a little hole. 
<laughs> the drill, drill, drill in. <laughs> see, they're very keen to see booze. Uh, it's a good comp up there, but yeah, the gamer that I am, I'm keen. I'm, yes, keen. That's a dedicated. Word. Dedicated. dedicated. That's another word. Hey, lots of rum would be involved. Well, oh, okay. Now, now it's starting to make sense. Yes. Now it's starting to make sense. If you're uh, listening, guys, I hope and girls, I hope you enjoy. You wouldn't uh, need an esky. You wouldn't need an esky. <laughs> You might need a chisel to lift your anchor rope. That's a big chance. <laughs> no, good luck to him. Interesting to see the results, Ron. Thank you for the update, Ron. Much appreciated. It's coming up to news time at five o'clock. We'll be back with more of High Tide on the other side of this.